Yo, that is the German Tim K, and you are listening to Verbally Challenged. The most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. The backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Verbally challenged back here with the rock Jesus himself. Wes H, what's up, dude? What's going on, man? How you doing? Chilling, man. Chilling. Thanks for popping in again. Uh, you also on the last episode for night one of the G1 Climax tournament from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, we're here for night two. Check out some of the tournament matches that are going to be going on tonight. Uh, thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, of course. I'm always down to hang out and do this shit. Hell yeah. So for anybody listening, man, um, if you didn't hear the last episode, don't know what the G1 Climax tournament is. It's a tournament that New Japan Pro Wrestling holds every year, usually in the summertime and um, pretty grueling tournament. Uh, Usually two blocks of wrestlers, six, seven, eight guys in a block. Um, Everybody, it's a round robin tournament. Everybody has to wrestle everybody in their block. Uh, You win a match, you get two points um whoever has the most points at the end of uh all the matches in each block they move on to the final and uh the winners of the two blocks face each other whoever wins that gets a title shot at the tokyo dome show on january 4th um wrestle kingdom so uh they switched it up this year there's four blocks of seven wrestlers (laughs) in each block uh so kind of like double the size of the tournament it's a month long um the first tournament matches started on july 16th that was night one night two that we're covering right now this was uh, on july 17th and um the tournament continued on july 20th that was night three uh so that's where uh that's what's happened pretty much so far so we'll go through these matches and stuff like that and um you know we pretty much went through the whole pay-per-view the last time but we're gonna put our focus mainly on the um actual g1 climax tournament matches um they usually just do have an undercard of uh tag matches and and trios matches and stuff like that uh with competitors that aren't having tournament matches on that particular night so um but great nights of action so far i mean i was pretty impressed with night one um pretty had a pretty nice lineup it was um let me see i believe we had jay white versus uh sonata and uh jay white got the win there in his tournament match um so he's earned two points uh we had kazuchiko uh, okada versus jeff cobb uh okada picked up the win there he's got two points uh we saw will osprey in a pretty banger match against el phantasmo <laughs> Club. oh yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying oh, so, yeah. Uh, Will Ospreay got the win there, so he's up two points in this tournament. And then we saw uh, this was kind of like a surprising upset: Hiroshi Tanahashi versus the United Empire's Aaron Hanare. And uh, Aaron Hanare actually picked up the win over Hiroshi Tanahashi there, so he's got two points. Um, surprisingly, so if Tanahashi yeah. wants to pull ahead, he's gonna—he's already behind. He's got to play some catch up. 
But luckily with the round robin setup, you can lose a match or two and still advance, hopefully. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's actually pretty interesting. Uh, I think they've experimented in the past. Like it wasn't always round robin. I think it might have been a single elimination tournament in uh, the past. Um, but the round robin style with the points and everything is pretty cool because you can lose a match or two. Uh, but yeah. no more than that. Then you got to bang them out. Uh, you know, yeah. And you could yeah. still wind up winning um, in your block. So that's pretty interesting. It's pretty yeah. interesting. So. Um, yeah, so I forget. Then, what was the point system? What is it? A pinfall, submission, or two points? Yep. Um, I, I think a count out is still two points, too. I think. I forget. Yeah, I think any win is two points. Um, no points for a loss. If there's and a, like and a, a tie. Yeah, in a tie, there's no points. Yeah, if there's a sort of like a time limit draw or something like that, I think somebody gets one point. But we can no, no, they get no points. I remember that one. Time no limit points. draw is no points. Yeah, no points. Okay, so pretty much it's basically you win, you get points, you lose, no points, basically. Yeah, um, and no matter how you win or lose, like I, I've seen other companies like when they do sort of stuff like this. Like I remember TNA uh, Impact Wrestling back in the day, they used to do the Bound for Glory series, mm. and and it was something similar to this where it was like. You know, guys would wrestle each other in a series. It would be like maybe like ten guys. They'd have ten guys, and um, and sort of similar to this, uh, they'd wrestle each other, and you'd earn points. And whoever had the most points, like, would be the one to get the title shot at their uh, Bound for Glory pay per view. Yeah, it's been so long, I forget how that worked. <laughs> yeah. So, but this one seems like a lot more organized, like the New Japan bracket. Like, like all the matches are planned out in advance and stuff like yeah. that. The TNA version was just like you know, you knew the guys that were taking place that were in the series, but um, like it was just a mishmash of who wrestled who. Like you know, what I'm saying in any given. Yeah. Game. Um, but similar concept, pretty similar concept to this. So, um, so yeah, so night one, we got those four competitors. Uh, like I said, Aaron Hanare, Will Ospreay, Jay White, and Okada, uh, all of them with two points in the tournament and we're covering night two tonight. So, uh, let's see what we got here. <clears throat> so on this undercard, like I said, we're going to skim through the undercard. Let me put up the volume a little bit. Just so when there's a little bit of dead air, y'all can hear this. Looks like David Finley and uh, who's this? Hiroshi. They picked up the win. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Is that that guy that came out singing the one time? No, no, no. That's Tai Chi. Oh. Okay, so this was uh, David Finley and Yoshihashi. Uh, they, mm. took, they took on the team of Royce Isaacs and Tom Lawler. Looks like they picked up the win here in the first match of night two of the G1 tournament. Um, like I said, so the undercard matches, let me see, first, second, the fourth, fifth. So the first five matches on this card are uh, all like tag matches, trios matches. There's a eight-man tag. Um, next matchup is going to be Taka Michinoku and Lance Archer versus mm. El, El Phantasmo and Bad Luck Fallet. So we'll just skim through that as uh, as this goes here. And it's kind of cool because, like, anyway, like on the undercard, whoever's not in a tournament match that night, people that may are probably going to face each other in the block later on the line, they'll face off in a tag team match. So you still kind of get like a little preview of the uh, upcoming tournament matches and stuff like that. Yeah, that's nice. And, um, and man, it's a lot of matches again. Like, these guys, there's yeah. seven competitors in each block, that means everybody has to have seven matches, um, at least seven matches to win out their block. 
um they're doing this within a short amount of time and then having these other preliminary matches like in the meantime as well so um it's a pretty grueling month for everybody that takes place in this tournament yeah you, this is definitely a test of endurance <laughs> So we so might still be wrestling back-to-back -back nights and stuff. Yep. But yep. granted, it won't always be singles matches. Like one, like you said, one night you'll have like a tag or a trios match, and then the next night you'll have your tournament match. Yep. Makes right. things a little bit easier uh, um, on the competitor when they don't have to pull the haul of a match on their own. You know, tag matches, three, yeah. six mans, eight mans, a little bit easier. They don't have to do the bulk of the work. Yeah. So here we see Lance Archer making his way to the ring. Fired up and Taka Michinoku, they're part of Suzuki Goon. So these are like they put a lot of the factions against each other. Bullet Club versus Suzuki Goon here. Lance Archer uh wrestling in Japan for the first time in a little bit over 900 days, I believe he posted on his Twitter. Oh shit. Yeah. He's been part of New Japan, but again, with the pandemic and everything, a lot of their yeah. uh, guys yeah. weren't able to go to Japan. Uh, for a long time, but now with restrictions pretty much lifted and lighten up, um, you're starting to see uh, the guys come back again and stuff. So it's cool, cool to see Lance Archer back and and actually wrestling in Japan. I think these guys love it when they do those tours over there for like a few weeks, you know. Yeah, they seem to enjoy it. What do they call outsiders over there? Freaking, what'd you say? Cut what? Gaijins. Guy, no Gaijins. I almost said kaijus. <laughs> That's probably going to be the intro right there. <laughs> oh, two big men. Bad luck. Fale, Lance Archer with the test of strength and stuff. Like I said, we'll just skim through. Yeah. We'll pe peep winners and losers here. We'll see how the map. Oh, <laughs> oh, six super kick on Taka Damn. from El Phantasm. And I think that's the end of that. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Surprise. I think we had said it. Uh, Chris joined us on the, the last show and. He was like Taka. <laughs> Taka. It's like this dude's been around a minute, you know. He's probably in his mid forties, mid to late forties by now, probably. Damn. I remember um, when he debuted back in the day in WWE and won the light heavyweight championship and stuff. I don't remember that. He was building. That's like they they had their light heavyweight championship title. They had like a tournament. And it seemed like they were building the division around Taka Michinoku um, initially, um, but they they I, they didn't treat the light heavyweight division with any kind of prestige or respect and stuff. And eventually, when they acquired WCW, they wound up uh, unifying the title with the cruiserweight title, and then they just kept the cruiserweight title because <laughs> it was the better belt. Yeah, they never treat their freaking lower weight guys right. Yeah. The cruiserweight title had the more prestigious lineage from WCW. You know what I'm saying? It was held in higher regard. Yeah. So Bullet Club pulls that out. Next match. Let's see what we got. Uh, third match is actually an eight-man tag. So it looks like it's United Empire, Aaron Hanare, Great Okan, Jeff Cobb, and Will Ospreay. 
and uh, they're taking on Dick Togo, Sho, Yujiro, Takahashi, and Evil. Dick what? Dick Tugger? <laughs> <laughs> Dick, Dick to go. <laughs> so funny. Dick to go. Did anybody order some Dick to go? All right, so let's see. Yep, eight man tag. Will Ospreay, United States champion here in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, still not in possession of the title that's held by Juice Robinson. <laughs> still waiting to get his belt. He ain't getting it. <laughs> imagine, yo, so imagine it winds up being like them in the finals or something like that. Like, imagine it comes down to them. You know, oh, that'd, that'd be crazy. That'll be some gangster shit. All right, let's skim through this. See if we see any goodness. I remember seeing Great Okan. Uh, was it Dominion? Yeah, it was Dominion. One day had a uh, won the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Titles from Bullet Club. And um, I remember I was like, man, I'm not feeling this dude. His chops were looking mad weak and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, I didn't find out about him until, what, a couple shows ago. Yeah. You know, like, again, like, we're all, like, getting, um, starting to get familiar with these wrestlers yeah. from New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know, the more we watch, the more we'll get a little bit familiar. Yo, look yeah. at this tights. Um, they look like Buddy Matthews tights. <laughs> you see that? What's that uh, dude doing? That's um, who is that? I think that's uh, show. Uh, yeah, fucking tights. Uh, with that kind of like the ripped like legs, like you know what I'm saying? They kind of it's exactly like the way Buddy. Oh uh, yeah, like when he was in WWE. Yeah. Does he still wear ones like that in ADW? Yeah, I forget. I think so. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. yeah. I know he's back in freaking, what is it, Australia right now. That's why we haven't been seeing him. Oh, I was wondering, yeah, because I mean, yeah. I know he was injured. Yeah. And I was just wondering if they were keeping him off television, but I think. No, no, I still... guess he's been in Australia the whole time. All right, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Going home, getting a piece of home. All right. With spiders freaking bigger than your head. <laughs> Yo, it seems like everything in Australia can freaking kill you at a moment's notice. <laughs> uh, for real. Wildlife over there is crazy. All right. Aaron Hanare fucking banging evil in the corner there with some fucking forearms. Oh, nice little fucking running knee into the corner like oh, CM yeah. Punk does. Better than CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was <laughs> Aaron Hanare, he looks pretty good in the rig I just got another guy I just got to get more familiar with you know he yeah. shocked, shocked Tanahashi on night one so that was like an eye opener you know like so yeah. now somebody to keep your eye on now in this tournament yeah right now I'd say he has the most momentum for beating somebody freaking of Tanahashi's legend <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. He's like, like a stocky, yeah. stocky dude. You know what I'm saying? He's not doesn't really look small or anything like that. So he looks like no. he can hold his own, sort of like a tough guy, like you know. Yeah. 
That's Dick yeah. Togo right there with the. Oh yeah, I see the yeah, I see the <laughs> trunks. Yeah. You see his yeah, you see the you see yeah. uh, shows tights fucking with the ripped yeah. fucking legs. Yeah. Great bite. It's only the one. It's only the one. Only one though. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like a cross between freaking Buddy Matthews and freaking uh, Cardona. (laughs) Remember when he freaking Zach Riley had the freaking one pant leg and then the freaking trunk. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) What does this dude do? What the fuck does he got in his head? Oh, he's like choking him. He's choking him with something right by the ref's back. Yeah. What the hell is that? Oh, like some a, type of cable. Oh, it's a carrot or garrot or whatever they call it. Uh, and it's like a legit one. It had the handles on it and shit. Dick Togo was fucking choking Aaron Hanari with that shit while uh, Evil was distracting the ref. Oh, looks like we're getting some crazy fucking back and forth. Great Ocon. See, I'm like, let, let, oh, just the claw. Me. The claw. <laughs> yeah, the claw. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it doesn't look like, like if you do put that hold on, it doesn't Ooh. look like it's doing any damage. Ooh, if Jeff Cobb God. did it, then I'd be like, okay, yeah, this dude's yeah. A, you know, like, <laughs> they just, they're like, oh shit. It's like, yeah, we don't want to turn around. <laughs> uh Joe and so go fucking back and Cobb. They're like, please no, please no, don't hurt us. Ah, the strong motherfucker. Look at him. Look at yeah. him. Pick these two dudes up. Look at this shit. Hold them. Hold them. Hold them. And bang. Yeah, that was nice. This dude is strong as fuck, man. He's built like a brick shit house. Strong <laughs> as fuck. That was about uh, 52 55. If anybody has New Japan World and they're watching uh, night two of the G1 Climax, pretty dope spot right there. Oh, and he choked him out. So full Nelson. So he's doing like the Bobby Lashley full Nelson. The master lock. So you know he's not letting go. Yeah, he got he got he got the win over freak. He got the win last time, and now he freaking picked up the win this match. Yeah, he's on a roll. He's on a roll. He's got some momentum. Got some momentum there. All right. So Osprey talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next match we got Jado and Tamatanga versus Chase Owens and Jay White. So another just preliminary tag match. Let's skip ahead. Tamatanga was kicked out of Bullet Club by Jay White, so there's beef there. You know, yeah, not long ago either, was it? Yeah, that was pretty recent. It actually happened on a, the Impact pay-per-view. I think they turned on him. Um, yeah, I forget. I think we were watching it. Yeah, we, we watched it and we saw it. We were like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, they uh, welcomed the Good Brothers back into the group and they uh, yeah. kicked out Tamatanga and Tongaloa. Yeah. They kicked those two out, but they still got Hikaleo. <laughs> yeah, and he's related to them, so it's funny because that was a little thing that they played up because he's their cousin, and they yeah. were like, "Well, like, is he gonna stick with family or stay with Bullet Club?" And apparently, he's he's down with Bullet Club. Jay White kind of took him under his wing, you know. So we'll see what happens there. Let's see, double team move against Chase Owens. So neck breaker, nice, nice. Chase Owens looks like if you would buy Scott Hall off Wish. <laughs> All right. 
He should have been fake. He should have been fake Razor Ramon. <laughs> you can see he's a little heavy set, little heavy set dude. Uh, you know, like, uh, doesn't really again. So again, just getting familiar. He just looks like a normal person. He looks like a normal. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. Like he just yeah. looks like a normal guy wrestling. He yeah. doesn't look like a wrestler. No. You know, looks like he's just in there, you know. So I gotta see more of him. Maybe he yeah. does shit that'll yeah. could wow you or whatever. I haven't yeah. seen much yeah. of him. I wasn't saying he looks like a normal person to like talk down to him. That's not why I said that. Like it, he looks like a normal person. Looks like any one of us freaking could go and do that shit. You know what I mean? He gets, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like cool. literally looking yeah. at him right it's now, awesome I'm, I'm in yeah. better. I'm, I'm in better shape than him. Like looking at him right now, like I'm literally. Yeah, yeah. My body type is a better body type than he has right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll agree to that. I've seen some of the pictures you post on Facebook. (laughs) You know, like, but he, but that's not it, though, because there's a lot of guys that are not body guys in the business and they just have skills in the ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, But he, but like, and I know, you you know, what you meant, like what you said, like, not to degrade. Yeah, some people probably didn't need, some probably didn't, people probably didn't know. Yeah. So yeah. it's not to degrade Chase Owens, but yeah. like kind of if you just see him, if you yeah. were watching him in this match and you look yeah. at him compared to some of the other guy, well, look at him compared to his partner Jay White. Jay White looks like a fucking wrestler. He's fucking yeah. tip top shape and just and Chase Owens just looks like he got off the couch. And yeah. It looks like he was freaking doing beer bongs before he freaking started the match. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it just goes to show that anybody can do this if you freaking work hard enough. Exactly. Look at Jay White, yo. What he's having this dude like cinches in a headlock and he just lays down on the dude in the ring. He'd be looking bored. He you know what I'm saying? Like he's mm-hmm. like, it's gonna can't touch me. <laughs> it's like it's just too easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, look. <laughs> he just be fucking with these dudes when he's with uh-huh. them. <laughs> likes to talk shit in the matches so great yeah that's one thing i like about the freaking new japan crowd not always freaking getting rowdy like they do here in the states it allows you to hear the sh- trash talk in the ring exactly Tabatanga coming in hot little house mm-hmm. of fire Chase got him. the hot tag. <laughs> yeah. Oh, splash in the corner. Let's see. Oh, another splash. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Yeah. Little high angle spinning fucking belly to back. It's pretty cool. I'm talking like in good shape, man. Like, fuck yeah, he is. <laughs> looks pretty good and stuff, you know. Like, uh, I, know, I know he recently had the never open weight championship. He lost that to Carl Anderson, you know, and it was a quick reign. Like, he didn't really have it long. Yeah. Ooh, fucking Chase Owens just hit him with like a V trigger. Oh, Barry Barricade. <laughs> <laughs> that looked pretty cool. Um. You know, so I don't know, like, I don't know if they have prime trying to prime them for a singles push or something. Uh, Tomatonga, I guess we'll see. He's in this tournament, so and that's another thing, man. Like, all these people in this tournament, you got some guys that are in there, and they, uh, sometimes are not considered singles guys. Um, they get breakout wins and stuff like that, they open up some eyes, like, even like, uh, like we were saying, junior heavyweights, I didn't even pay attention to that finish. What happened right there? Hold on one second. I don't know. I forget. Chase Owens got Jado. 
Oh, I think he hit someone a knee. A knee. Um, Boom, yeah. yeah. His knee straight to the face. You could sort of face. Like a V-trigger like maneuver, and he uh he laid him out. And something like that coming from like a heavy dude like this. Like, Ooh, like yeah. That's believable. Yeah, that's yeah. believable putting him out. So he laid him out. And Jado looks a little I think he meant said to Jado, so I guess that's how you pronounce it. Um he looks like he looks a little older. <laughs> yeah, it's a take the take the pin, old man. Take the pin. Shit, but look at you. Look at Chase Owens. Like it just looks like like dude. Yeah, like, he's a normal dude. How dare you? Like, dude, you literally look like you got off the couch. Yeah, it's a Russell. He's a normal guy. <laughs> it looks like he's going. Looks like he's like dude that goes to a nine to five right after the match. Yeah, like uh, doesn't even really like have the wet looking hair. Like you know what I'm saying? Uh, like it just looks like just shoved, disheveled. Like you know what I'm saying? Like uh, like nothing special. Yeah, looks like he hasn't brushed his hair all day. We'll see. I'm gonna do some research on this dude and see if he's had any like notable matches. Um, that might make me change my mind about him. But right now, it just seems like whatever. So, uh, but he got the pin in that match against uh, Jado right there. So J Club, J White, and Chase Owens Bullet Club they win that match. Uh, we got one more prelim match before the tournament matches start. So it's a six man tag. Looks like it's a uh, Hiroki Goto, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Okada versus Bushi Sonata and Setsuya Naito. Oh, so that should be pretty cool. Yeah. Let's skim through that. Got some pretty good names there. Some former champions. Naito, as we mentioned, uh, he's a little upset uh, that he wasn't invited to Forbidden Door, uh, which is actually kind of surprising because I feel like he's one of the bigger names in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he wasn't. So he was like not invited means not needed right like yeah. <laughs> it is uh, surprising too with all the freaking injuries going around all the companies yep so i don't know interesting interesting there goes uh sonata they're making their introductions let's keep skipping forward Dude, if they freaking make Forbidden Door like a yearly thing, they should switch each year, do it in the United States one year, and then in Japan the next. Oh, uh, Tony Khan already said it's not happening. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, he said. Uh, uh, he said like they they'll definitely do like cross promotion stuff where some of their guys would, might go over there, or you know what I'm saying. But he's like Forbidden Door is always gonna be here. Like he like I think he just said logistically, like it doesn't make sense because uh, of, of the time zone differences and stuff like that. You know. Right. Um, I think they said that it could be like the most lucrative, like if done here, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, um, but I'm sure maybe now with the um, that they're working together, you know, a lot more closely, I'm sure you're gonna see an AEW, uh, pretty big AEW presence at uh, Wrestle Kingdom in January, which is that's like the maybe. new Japan version of WrestleMania, yeah. that's like their WrestleMania, basically. If he's still the freaking what is it the All Atlantic champion, then we should definitely hopefully see Pac there. Even oh, though Japan, yeah. even though Japan ain't Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. 
weird name, but you know what? It almost yeah. doesn't matter. It's just a name because you can see yeah. like the flags that they put there, like uh, even the flags that are on the championship that are not all you know from uh, you know Atlanta, yeah, countries and continents and stuff like that. It's just supposed to represent, you know, I guess, the international. Yeah. I guess you can't really call it a European title or intercontinental title. And <laughs> definitely get in trouble for that one. <laughs> but I think, I think you could, because I mean, like I said, New, J- I mean, New Japan has the United States Championship. They have inter, well, they had intercontinental championship. They combined that with the heavyweight title. That's what the World mm-hmm. Heavyweight Championship that Jay White has. That's what that belt represents now. But um, they did do it. But I think AEW doing it, everybody would be like, oh, they're biting, or it's a little just too close to home. So you, yeah, say. for sure. Yeah. Um, the tribalism would go freaking nuts. Yeah, you, you know, Vince will fucking try to be sick of lawyers and all that shit. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? like, and the fans would just, the fans would freaking eat each other alive. Yeah, they're already eating each other alive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's fucking insane. You know, the, the tribalism is out of control. Yeah, man. I criticize WWE a lot, but I still try yeah. to keep up and I watch it. I love wrestling. I love yeah. wrestling. Yeah. I just want WWE to be better. Yeah, so do I. You know what I'm saying? But I just yeah. I know it's not if the product's not written for us, it's not aimed at us. Not anymore. anymore now. Definitely not. Yeah, like most nights I have it on and stuff. I don't always have like have the sound on and stuff most it's mostly muted and shit once in a while I'll turn it on turn the volume on yeah. if it's a match i want to see or a promo i want to see or something yeah. even freaking nx the nxt 2.0 i still have that on the tv but that's i'd say that's 99 percent muted <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like uh it's just yeah. like backgrounds just on in the back yeah yeah I like having wrestling on the background. I'm used to it having wrestling on the background. So when it's not there, it's freaking weird. <laughs> and listen, we get it pretty much every night of the week, you know. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you get access, if you freaking have access on your cable and stuff, freaking, you definitely get it every day. Yep. You know, and then um, I know I have Optima out here, and that don't have access. No access TV. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Well, let me know if you ever want to watch Impact, man. Like fucking access it through YouTube. I watch it like that. Oh shit! Yeah. Nice. See, so right now, like it's Thursday when we're recording um this for the night two covering night two of G one. Um, so what they do through YouTube is um you can watch it on there. It's just like a half an hour delayed, but then it's you're not watching it with commercials. So instead of starting at eight o'clock, it starts at eight thirty on YouTube. Um, and runs till ten o'clock, but no commercials. You know what I'm saying? And so that's cool. Like, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind the delay if it means no commercials. So that's if you want to watch a live, and then it's always there on demand. You got to be like one of their like insiders, ultimate insiders. Uh, But it's one dollar a month if you want to watch like Impact. Um, You know what I'm saying? So to me, I think that's that's it. Yeah, it's it's a one dollar one dollar a month. You pay to YouTube to access like their channel. You can watch Impact and some other exclusive content that they give you. Um, To me, that's worth it. And two hours of Impact. Fuck yeah, it is. (laughs) An hour hour and a half. So that's three. It's literally about six hours of wrestling a month. So for a buck, for six hours of fucking quality wrestling, it's worth it. I'm going to have to check that out. And then um, they have a $5 a month tier, which I think is still decent. And that gives you access to that impact every week, but also their um, monthly pay-per-view specials. Um, you can watch them live on YouTube as well. 
Uh, so to, so that's great. Even value. That's still worth it. Even five bucks is worth it. Yeah. So that's what I do. That's the one I'm subscribed to. I paid them the five bucks and that gives me the access to their pay-per-views and their oh, impact. Nice. Uh, the only thing is, is that with their big four pay-per-views, which is uh, it's bound for glory in October, January, I think it is, uh, it's hard to kill. They have um, Rebellion in April and then Slammiversary. Those are considered like their big four. Those are considered pay-per-view pay-per-views. Like you gotta buy those on Fight or you know Bleacher or whatever. But um, but but everything else that they have in between, they usually have a monthly special, which is like a pay-per-view every month. The rest of those you'll get on that for five bucks a month. And those pay-per-views you'll get thirty days after after they aired live. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's worth it. You get a fucking huge catalog of all their pay-per-views. Yeah. Um, some of their impacts and stuff like that, like five bucks a month, like it's worth it to me. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's a almost a better value than the WWE network nowadays. Not quite that's pushing it. Yeah, that's pushing it. You <laughs> still got all the the other stuff, but like honestly, dude, yeah. like I, I haven't got like since they moved to Peacock. The only I haven't gotten it. I I don't have Peacock when they moved. Yeah, the, I was like, fuck it. Yeah, the only reason like, it, like I go to Peacock is for that, and I only go when they do the pay per views. Like I haven't right. really watched any of the other content since they yeah. switched over. Like you know what I'm saying? So to yeah, me, that's why I had the network was for the pay per views, and then they started also doing freaking you know the Stone Cold Broken Skull sessions. So yeah, yeah, that's the other. Those are the only two things I would watch on there: the pay per views and freaking Stone Cold. <laughs> and it's good and stuff like yeah. that. Like oh, there, but it's just I haven't I haven't been going. I haven't been going. There. I haven't yeah. been watching it. You know. Yeah. I don't even know what other like normal kind of shows would be on Peacock. Yeah, I mean they have pretty decent selection, so I mean it is a good value with all the other stuff you get. But I just don't yeah. use. I don't need. Yeah, it. yeah. I have enough freaking subscription services. <laughs> no worth it essentially because again, yeah. if you watch the pay per views, they charge it's fifty, sixty a month for those things, right? So you know, yeah. So still worth almost like the nine ninety nine for all the content and stuff, but you know, but I just like yeah. again, it's it's almost like I take it for granted. I'm on the impact stuff more. I'm watching the impact stuff more. So for right yeah. now, I feel like I am getting more value yeah. out of that than Peacock. Yeah, I like to watch those uh, on YouTube. I like to watch those freaking fightful select after shows and shit and stuff. And yeah. that's how I keep up with TNA. So that's the and that's basically like the the main way I'm keeping up with WWE is like, like through the the top ten moments basically. Yeah. Out on YouTube, like they're giving you yeah. the best basically what happened on the show. So it's like that's all I need. I'll keep mm -hmm. up with it that way basically. Mm -hmm. So Tanahashi's team got the win there in that match. He hit the frog splash. Uh, he hit the frog splash. It looked like on. Uh, um, Bushi, so they got the win, <clears throat> and <coughs> all right. So, tournament match is next. It's your boy Ishii. Ishii, you <laughs> uh, he's taking on Tai Chi, which is the, the dude that was singing his way to yeah. the ring. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, let's skip ahead and we'll get to that match. Yeah, I love me some Ishii. <laughs> Ishii. Ishii, baby. See, so that's cool. They do a little bit of a... I guess they give the fans in attendance there a little intermission, use the bathroom, go buy some merch. Get some food. Go get some food. 
Yeah, this shit's wild, this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Like a Phantom of the Opera type of deal, almost. Kind of like. Miho Abe. She cute, though. Yeah. Got the little cat ears going. Ah, yes. Uh. The lovely Miho Abe. This is elaborate entrance. Oh, look, he's got like a little like plushie. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> All right, come on, dude. Let's not try this out too much. I mean, listen, we've seen our truth rap to the ring. Yeah. You know, we've seen guy, other guys, you know, rap to the ring. Like, this is you know, a little different. Emmy, Emmy Sakura. <laughs> well, she doesn't really actually sing. She acts, she fakes it. She, like, lip syncs oh. or whatever. She Here pretends. Pretty interesting. Yeah, like you said, real, like, a uh, phantom of the opera-ish. Yeah. I don't think this would work here in America. <laughs> no, I seriously don't. It, I don't think it would. Yeah. I don't know if the, the fans ain't going to be with it. No. It's just like when you see like a valet, like like Mio Abe here. It's like it's just weird because you just don't see too many females in New Japan. Like, yeah. no. All right, here we go. The Stone Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking love this dude. <laughs> yes, son, Ishi. He looks like he freaking eats steel and shits bullets. <laughs> looks like they got a nice crowd there for night two as well. Yeah, wrestling's big in Japan. They treat their wrestlers like we treat our like football and basketball and baseball players and shit. Yeah. How we treat like our movie stars and shit too. Yeah. And I'm glad to see like just the house, like you know what I'm saying? Because again, you would always see like just little pockets of empty seats because of the restrictions and stuff like that. So it's yeah. nice to see that it looks like uh it looks like every seat is filled, full house. It's yeah, good. they're definitely relaxing things is there in Japan. Look at this dude. Fucking just fucking badass walking to the ring. Just add to that. We talked about the home field advantage. Oh, fucking no neck. <laughs> <laughs> like he can't even put his arms the whole way down to his sides. <laughs> his arms don't go down the whole way. <laughs> just look mad fucking solid. Like, just, uh, and, and. He's got the shooter boots. Yeah. <laughs> He's rocking the shooter boots. 
Taiki has gets past Ishii, he really feels that it could be smooth sailing. And all right, here we go. So, all right, so first sort of a match of the night Tai Chi versus Ichi. Trembling in fear of what might happen already. I would expect Ishii to win, to win, but from night no. one, it just no. shows you never know. You never fucking know, right? Yeah, yeah. Know. Especially with New Japan. So in some respect to Tai Chi for, for what he's been able to do. Oh, no. Look at this dude. He fucking got his back turned to him, like mad disrespectful. Not getting out of his freaking ring jacket and shit. Yeah, like he's sweating though. You see him? He's fucking hot in that shit because there's fucking sweat trickling down his fucking face. Already in the match hasn't even started. <laughs> Sweat dripping off this dude already. That's right. Get to it. Fans clapping at the beginning of the match. Very nice. One each for a 30 minute time limit. Okay. One each. But then they said zero for a draw. What the fuck zero is that? for a, draw. Be a draw? What the fuck would that be? Um, I don't know. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, how would you get a draw? Yeah. Maybe a double count out or something? Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. Yeah, because of time limit, everybody yeah. gets one, but then you get a draw. How would you get a draw? Maybe a double pin or something like that. Like, or a double, dis double disqualification, maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Damn. <laughs> Stiffed him with a fucking form. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get for what he was doing. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, beer. So this is all become something very different and warped into its own deeply personal issue. They were on in opposite blocks last year in this tournament. They've met 2020, 2019, splitting decisions. Taichi getting the win in their first G1 meeting. Ishii returning the favor the following year. The forearm from Ishii has put Taichi down. Referee Marty Asani couldn't have a decision to make here as to whether or not to call for the bell. Referees will give the fighters every opportunity to get back on their feet because they know, referees know that these athletes can absorb in human amounts of punishment. The referee never wants to be chided for throwing a G1 match out with so much at stake. Prematurely. Badass chops. The effect it's having on Miho Abe out, out in front of us. Normally she's pounding the mat trying to be <laughs> but... Oh my goodness! Damn, over here, what's going on? He's just fucking just what's smacking the, him around. What did Tai Chi do to piss him off? <laughs> he's just fucking chop, dude. He's so he so he knows so to 
chop from Tai Chi. Yeah, yeah, Tai Chi in the corner was freaking chopping him in the chest, and then Tai Chi backed him out a little bit, gave him one chop, and she's like, "What the fuck was that?" Calling out Tai Chi by his shoot name there. Oh, he called him his shoot name. Tai was the name first. Fans first came to know Tai Chi by. All the way back in the day when he was teaming with Milan and Collection AT Probably is it's like yo get serious, get serious. Like come on, get serious. Give me a challenge. There's a lot of history going on. He's just fucking disrespecting him, just kicking him in the head. Like Orange Cassidy kicks. Chop, chop, chop. Oh, oh, oh. I'm trying to hip toss him. Nope. Ooh. Oh, man, that was a little Greco Roman toehold into the trip there. Nice. Tai Chi hit Ishii with two nice kicks in the corner. Pretty sweet. Back of the head in front of the face. We'll speed up some of the dead time there. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to action. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Ishii down, Ishii down the corner and freaking Tai Chi just kick them in the face early in their careers like fucking with him like you like he's yeah. lay, laying it in a little bit but not too much yeah. uh, a little bit harder than what uh, what orange does yeah oh, he took the pants off now i guess he's getting serious oh fucking chops from ishi bro See him and Walter in a freaking chop contest. Oh boy, that's crazy! How Walter is fucking been fucking up uh, his man on SmackDown, yo, with those chops yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of crazy. It's punishment. Yeah, <laughs> kind of fucking like that. Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, at first I was like, "What the fuck?" It's like, is he kicking him out now? It's like, are we gonna get a feud between those two? It's like, and it's like, oh, okay. See what we're doing here. Uh, punishment, punishment <laughs> yeah. for losing. Yeah. It's like we don't yeah. lose. We don't lose. Yeah. Gunther, I think, is gonna get pushed to the fucking title, like eventually, like you know what I'm saying, like probably next year. Or you know, like, or maybe be like at least a serious contender. Like eventually, they gotta build them up to that. They better not fuck that up. I wouldn't mind it. They have an opportunity to do that with them now. Yeah, and build, uh, and build and build them up. You know. Yeah. Even with the shitty freaking name change, he's getting over. Yeah, it's you know, it, I don't. I mean, it, when they say Walter, it doesn't sound great. Like you got to put the fucking the accent on it, the Balta. You know what I'm saying? It sounds better. So the, it, they changed it to, to Gunther, like Gunther. It's almost like the same thing, just you know, yeah. a little bit of a different pronunciation. Yeah. Especially when you hear him say it. You yeah. Gunther. Yeah. Balta. It's not much different. It's not much different. You know, when you have yeah. the accent. 
But what makes the name Gunther bad is what it was originally gonna be. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fucking Gunther Stark. Like, oh my god, you guys are fucking idiots. I mean, granted, I fucking didn't know until everybody else what, you know, I didn't get the name until freaking everybody else started making a big deal about it and I had to Google it too. But, you know, <laughs> WWE is this fucking, what is it, like a billion dollar company and shit. These people should be doing their research. Yeah, they should have fucking do better. They yeah, do better. You know? Yeah, yeah, For sure. Yeah, like someone like us fucking up and making that mistake, I can see it. A big ass freaking corporation like that, nah. You can't, <laughs> you can't fuck up like that. Let's go the rope now. Oh, oh, middle rope, delayed superplex on the middle rope. And and he hopped off like the the middle rope too, like a little bit Ishii did to hit him with that. So he didn't just fall back, like he kind of hopped off. That was nice. Put a little bit of oomph into it. Yeah. There's that fervent pounding of the mat we've come to know from her in support of her man who needs all the help. As Ishii gets set to put him away. Ooh. No selling those kicks. Uh, uh. Oh, oh double clothesline. From Tai Chi, staggers Ishii. Uh, not nope. that time it didn't. Oh. Oh. That one put Ishii down. Oh, damn. <laughs> That was a pretty sick look. That one put him down, one. put himself down with that too. Wow. Yeah, Ishii sold the fuck out of that moon. Hell yeah. Just in case, two points for win, zero points for a loss, one point for a draw. That's not necessarily if it goes to a time limit draw, but if it's a double D, double KO rather. Double KO, see? We might well see just that. But each man will get up back on their feet. Okay, so I guess the draw is the freaking standing 10 count. It's tight. Yeah. Or, uh, he just, the announcer just mentioned count. it. Yeah. A double KO. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That would be considered, like, I guess the draw to get the point. Oh, nice. Again, with that jumping, leaping kick to fucking Ishii. Caught him in the face. I hit a freaking flush. On the power Damn! The oh, nice. Sick power. He kind of like, yeah, he yeah. kind of like launching him up oh, a little bit. Holy had. shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. That was a nice power bomb. Yeah, Tai Chi doing his thing. That was a crazy power bar. I ain't never seen it done like that before. <laughs> Especially to this dude. Like again, like he's right? not the tallest guy, but he's yeah. like stocky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hard to do something like that today, dude. First time. Tai Chi just banged that out. And Ishii doesn't look like he's a spring chicken either. Nope. Uh, Ishii's has been around. Gotta have some, yeah, he's got some miles on him. Mm-hmm. Ooh, close. Damn. 
Hit him with the Saido suplex. Almost got the three count. Almost coming away with the W. Yeah, he's 46. Ishii, 46? Yeah, he was born wow. in 1975. Wow. See? Kawasaki, Kanagawa, Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew he was definitely, get, definitely like somewhere above 40, you know? Yeah, yeah. Says he's 5'7 and 220 pounds. <laughs> he looks like he fucking weighs more than that, though. <laughs> like, he definitely looks short, but he looks yeah. like he weighs more than 220, like, just because yeah. of how stocky he is. Yeah, I'd, but, I'd, I would have guessed maybe like 240, 250. See, so in the twilight of his career, basically. Yeah. And he's still freaking. Giving out hits and taking hits like he is. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, I look at like a guy like PCO, dude. You know, dude's fucking in his 50s, I think, at this point. Early. 50s. And freaking kills himself every damn match. Yeah. <laughs> Doing those fucking bumps on the ring apron and the fucking suit. So, uh, fucking 450s. So fucking shooting star presses to the outside like you know what i'm saying like crazy like shit like, it's crazy. sit your old ass down <laughs> i'll be like pco in your matches you're not allowed to jump stay on your feet damn Ooh, these guys just exchanging heavy blows. Yeah. Ooh, oh, that's a good close on there. Taichi taking Ishii down. Nice. Taichi can get over to make the cover. He's got other plans in mind. See now, but after after seeing what Tai Chi's doing here, like I could believe now he could fucking, yeah. he fucking a guy like Ishii now he's yeah. showing his toughness, showing yeah. resiliency. Tai Chi's no small dude either. Nope. Oh. 2.99999. Ishii, I think, might have a busted lip. I'm not sure. Certainly lumps coming up with all the strikes that have been dealt. And Black Mephisto on the way. Black Mephisto, Ishii, wriggles off the hook, skull to skull. Mephisto is how he beat Naito, how he beats Suzuki. Black Mephisto, building. that's the name of one of his moves. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, launching himself into Taichi, the fallen Ishii back on his feet. Oh, Taichi back on his feet. No. Oh. <laughs> what an injury. Yeah, Taichi's 42 years old. Oh, shit, for real? Yeah. Wow. So we got two guys that have been around the block here. Yeah. Doesn't look it at all. No. I mean, fucking even, like, Ishii looks good for his age, too. Like, you know, like, oh yeah. at least in the face. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could see he's older from the beard and the winding in the beard and stuff, but he doesn't look super. And it says freaking... And according to this, it says freaking he's also 220 pounds. 
Mm -hmm. So let's say him and freaking Ishii are the same way. But oh, down. oh, damn. Oh, my God. Yo, it's high no. bro. No, 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 no. Come on, oh, he's done. One, two, three. Wow. See? Yeah. Yeah, I consider this an upset. <laughs> Yo. upset. God damn it. I fucking love me some Ishii. Fucking loses. Wow, that fucking last forearm, though. Yeah, Holy dude. shit. Clocked him. Oh. Wow, that was pretty nice. Yeah. Tai Chi fucking opened my eyes right yeah, there. Yeah, he started, he started real slow in that. Getting his G132 campaign up to the nice. best possible start. Holy shit. <laughs> Pretty nice. And now we know yeah, that was a good match. Yeah. Definitely go and watch that if you haven't watched it. You'll enjoy it. Hell yeah. And it looked like like I I think I mentioned the West uh before we started recording. Um if you get New Japan World, they do looks like after the show airs, they do break um uh, the tournament matches into like their own videos. So if you just want to watch specific matches, you're more than welcome. Man, Tai Chi picked up two points over Ishii. Wow. Hell yeah. Looks like he, he's facing Sonata next. Uh, he rib cage injury last year. He's 100% healthy, as healthy as you can be. A, that should be a banger. Two points <laughs> for Tai Chi. He's an absolute unit. He's going to win the whole Oh, tournament. we got Jonah. What's the next match here? All right, so this is uh, Toru Yanu versus Jonah. We've, so, we've seen Toru Yanu before. That was that guy that's like this comedy dude or something like that. I think. I don't know. Is it? Yeah. I know the name sounds familiar. I just can't put it to the wrestler yet. Uh, we'll see him. We'll see him as he makes his entrance here. Jonah making his way to the ring. Got a crazy-ass mask on. Big man. He's another Jeff Cobb-type build. Yeah. Power lifter, former Bronson Reed in WWE NXT. If anybody's not familiar, bad dude Tito will be in the corner of Jonas. That might uh, perhaps neutralize some. This dude. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah, like yeah, he's got that comedy act type deal. Does a little bit of a comedy act here. I don't think he was always like that. I don't know, you know. I don't know. But, but um, and I think he's another one that's been around a while now. Oh, 
Unfortunately, you can't walk to every interest farm cider. I'll be walking there next week. August 31st. It's a local item as well. Sounded like the ring announcer was giving him an extended intro. Yeah. Yeah, hurry up. Let's speed through the tips here. Nothing. Let's not get frisky, Asami. Come on now. Yes, he might have rolls of tape. Yes, he could have any method banner or weaponry. Yeah, no, he was in uh, high spirits during the, the plugs, and now he's realized. Right, here we go. Toru versus Jonah. He's going to dominate the center of the ring. There's no doubt about it. Yano's going to stay close to the ropes. Maybe he might cry into that t-shirt. Okay, okay. Crying towel t-shirt. Wait a minute. That's a very absorbent. Jonah had a banging match with fucking um Jacob Fatu at the last House of Glory show. Friendship. It's pretty good. Come on, Kevin. Friendship. It's the best ship on the world. Yeah. Toruyano is freaking 44 years old. 44, yeah. See, another one long in the tooth a little. Yeah. First trick in the book, the roll up. The most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. The backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite get that there, though. But. Did you see freaking uh, last night on Dynamite, freaking Statlander gave him a shout out. She, when she did that promise, she's like, why? And she slapped the back of her head. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what? Oh, oh, no. There goes plans B and C out the window. So the lumps of the belt line, Yano and Jonah knew immediately. Oh, Jonah definitely knew that Yano wasn't pleased to see him. Weakest slap I ever saw <laughs> against the big man like that. <laughs> Just pissed him off more. All right, be careful. Running away, begging. Be careful. Uh, and again, seeing Jonah in this match, it's cool. But I'm like, I can't believe fucking WWE let this dude go. Like he was in the like the midst of a push. Like he was just a North American champion. Uh, he had a match on main event to like evaluate him for the main roster. Looked like they were gonna bring him up. Like and they decided had, not budget cuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a pretty oh dope sounding entrance music. Like, like I was like buying in. Like all, the, yeah. I was like, oh, this dude is good. Like he's gonna be one of their guys. Like the guys, and, and, and he fucking let him go. I'm like, what the fuck? I was so shocked when I saw that. I was like, Bronson Reed? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that's crazy. I was like, this dude was literally like a champion a couple of weeks ago. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is Jonah rolling Yana under the bottom rope. It's a matter of time here before Jonah gets his first G1 Climax tournament win. This, of course, his first time in this tournament. 
the leg drop, the press to and Yano rips that left shoulder. I mean, in a way, good thing, like I guess for the independent circuit too, like you know what I'm saying? Because then you get these guys out there. Like I mean the guys yeah. that do go out there and Yeah, because WWE freaking before they started all the budget cuts, they were just freaking signing anybody and everybody on the independent scene, so they just a hoard talent. Yep. To keep them even if they, yeah, too. yeah, even if they didn't want to use them, even if they didn't yep. want to use the person, they just had them, so nobody else could use them. That's a big reason why they let a lot of these people go yeah. too. Because yeah. it was it was almost reactionary to AEW, and then they realized like, ah, we shouldn't have done that. Doesn't matter like who they have, who we are. like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like we're still gonna be the juggernaut like we are, you know, like no matter what. And it yeah. seems to, seems true. Like you know what I'm saying like, it's not like the wrestling audience is divided or like the or like the um, like Raw's losing viewers because now AEW is on. Like it's not. No. There's they're still no, it's not. Yeah, it still ratings. constantly beats it out in the ratings. Yeah, they still get their same ratings they're getting. SmackDown still getting like their ratings that whatever ratings they get. Like you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's the, that's why they were like, and they signed a lot of that talent to really good contracts too, just to be yeah. like, okay, stay with us, don't go over there. And they probably were looking at that and like, ah, we don't need to keep these guys. These guys aren't needle movers or anything like that. Like, fuck it, let let them have them. You know like, like this dude's been sitting at home for freaking years. I mean, we don't need him. Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the timing with those did suck, being that it was during the pandemic. Yeah. 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 Nobody wants to be at work or lose their job during something like that, you know? No. Just can't immediately go out and get another job right away. Yeah. I'm glad some of these independents were able to survive the way they did after being a hiatus for so long, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. Get into the action there. Yano literally pouring at straws here. If it's trying to avoid that power bomb, which is how Jonah tends to set up for a sense. Jonah seems to be dominating uh, this match. Anyway, Just laying into this dude. Yeah, I can't see Doruyana winning. Almost. See, now again, we said it before, though. You said it before with this dude beating freaking Ishii. Like, I know. <laughs> you, never, you never freaking know. Like, imagine this Jonah. Imagine this right? Jonah. Right. I can't see New Japan doing that though. That's how Yano has won so many matches over the years in this G1 tournament. Oh, you see? Did I just did I just jinx Jonah? Oh my goodness. Watch this motherfucker lose, bro. Watch him lose now. No, if he oh. loses, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut the rest of the night. He's <laughs> <laughs> hmm. fucking dominating this dude. So now that's making me feel like something's gonna happen. Like, you know, like. Oh my goodness, the superhuman strength. And look at this. Oh, he threw it, Kevin. Damn. Yeah, pretty nice belly to belly. Yeah, that couldn't have been easy. Jonah's a big boy. Yeah. With the OBs from Nintendo going crazy. 
of Jonah's legs is like as big as my whole freaking body. <laughs> oh, no. oh, nice. That was a really delayed freaking oh, yeah, three. That last freaking time the hand was coming down, you seen he freaking slowed it down. It looked like a delay. Yeah, I felt like I saw that a couple yeah. of times. Oh, freaking, my. Yeah. And you see how they still sort of kind of like double barricade the fans from like the yeah. wrestlers and stuff like that. You know, they're keeping them yeah. back. Yeah, no, the Bears might not be happy. Oh. The sponsors might not be happy. But maybe just think of self-preservation. Get out of Dodge. Uh-oh, wait a minute now. Good thing they have a 20 count. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Uh oh. Ooh. My monitor. Back in the ring. He's gonna do it by count out. He's gonna do it by count out. Oh, you're kidding. Oh. Wow. Oh, Steve. What? Wow. I mean, it's a count out or whatever, yeah. but it's wow, though. Damn. A monster upset. That's good. Yeah, it looks like tonight's the night of upsets. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. What the hell? I think it's the first count out I've seen we watching New Japan since we started doing this. Yeah. Oh, so, all right, Toru Yano got fucking two points. There you go. <laughs> Jonah gonna have to fucking play catch up if he wants to make any headway now. Oh, he's got Okada next. In a couple of days. I'm not gonna say a damn word. <laughs> no, that that dude is not beating Okada. No, he's not. I'm not making no more predictions. Fuck it. <laughs> They actually gave this dude two points. Okay. All right. Next matchup we got. Ooh, this should be a good one. This is Kenta versus Zack Sabre Jr. Ooh. Yeah, this is going to be nice. Go to sleep, club. How do you mess up, Kenta? Yeah, man, I know. But you know what is, uh, again, in WWE, you know, size kind of still does matter a little bit. You know, there's guys that break through, like a Rey Mysterio and AJ Styles, you know, like, but above and beyond, like, Kenta's not a big dude, so he wasn't going to really make much headway in the land of the Giants, you know? And they did give him a stupid-ass gimmick. 
Hideo Asami, they changed the name and everything. Yeah. But mm -hmm. Kenta got his wins back in 2020 and 2021. Three and one is Kenta over his career over Zack Sabre Jr. Where does that, that extra match come good. from? In WXW. Zack Sabre Jr. is a technical master. You know what I'm saying? Fucking. Sir, one of the best technical wrestlers. Yep, Kenta no slouch himself. So uh, this should be a banger. Should be a banger. Now, fast forward to yesterday. Post match comments from Kenta. He kind of still sees Zack Sabre Jr. as somebody beneath him, Chris. Exactly right, all the way through that idea of being that senpai kohai, that linear society, linear hierarchy that exists in Japan, often very especially in professional wrestling. Still doesn't view Zack Sabre Jr. with the respect that he definitely, definitely deserves. The spring tournament again was ZSJ's the second time. This year, the goal in the G1, not to go to Wrestle Kingdom, but Chris Weather to your home, his home, in the month of October. Yeah, Zach Saber Jr. is not going to wait. Presented the fact that, yeah, ZSJ versus Jay White, that's a weird Tokyo Dome main event. Perhaps so. I'm going to see if I can find a version of this dude in WWE 2K. Just create him. I can't, like, like the way, like, I would do a shitty job. Like, there's dudes out there, they they, they'll, they got a perfect version of him out there, probably already somewhere. Right. Like, I literally, like, it would look just like him. I had a Kenta before, too. Look perfect, bro. Look fucking perfect. Nice. My save file on getting corrupted. I have to delete everything. So like, yeah, I remember I, you saying about that. Yeah, I re-downloaded everything and pretty much like, but I'm just being careful. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I don't want to overdo it just in case, because I think it is the DLC and all that stuff that kind of starts like corrupting the game. You know, starts having issues if you just use everything from the game itself, like without any of the extra content shit. Like, it's fine. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Do the cooking. Oh, Kenta called him a young boy still. Damn. Yeah, that's not good. A young boy. Zach Saber Jr. has been around yeah. a while already. Like it was, Yeah, he's, he's not a young, young boy anymore. Kenta's like, I, you know, trying to come here. I guess you know, he's dom at one point dominant, you know what I'm saying? So he's guys trying to reestablish that. Kenta's trying to draw Zack Sabre Jr. into a striking game. As good as Zack Sabre Jr. is as a striker, Kenta is the absolute premier striker in all of professional wrestling. With those kicks, and now Zach will answer with one in kind. See, but stuff like that is like, I think that's a little dumb because, like, yo, you're taking kicks, like, you're kicking yeah. each other in the face, and especially like with momentum, and yeah. you're kind of like no selling it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it essentially kind of just makes the kicks look weak. You know, like. And it's almost the same thing with the forearms and stuff like that. Like, too, like when they're e kind of just eating them back and forth and they're eating three and four of them before they'll fall or drop. Like, I kind of get the spot and the drama, but like. If you drop them the first time, like it's like it then it just makes the move more believable. You know, like yeah. That's why a lot of people uh like in the business complain about the super kick. You know what I'm saying? They're like super kick used to you're kicking a fucking dude in the head, like right used to be a finisher, like you're straight up fucking like transition move with momentum, like kicking a dude in the head. And now like people are just like eating that and no selling that and like whatever, like you know, like they're like, No, it makes no sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you were in a real fight and you got fucking kicked in the fucking head, like you'd be done. Yeah, that shit's gonna gonna ring your bell for a while <laughs> and then we'll take to the streets brutalize oh. his opponent but still the methodology to win the same the go to sleep as he runs zach again spine first. damn <laughs> zach sells out there with the leg over the guardrail real quick it's funny <laughs> Oh, watch out, watch out. Oh, my God. DDT on the concrete Man, look kind of weak. Trying to go for another count out victory. On the carpeted concrete. Plenty of time. Yeah, we said that. broke the count. Protection. Out there on the floor at all that thin carpet. Yeah, they don't have freaking mats out like you do here. You just have a carpet, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to feel every fucking, every ounce of that fucking hard floor. (laughs) Right. Zach Sabre Jr. in the Adion Arena in Osaka. Nobody getting suplexed from inside the ring to the floor in this. (laughs) And their first Sapporo meeting looks to be... I was about to say it looks to be a quick victory for Kenta, but Zach Tenacious in his efforts to try to stave off defeat in spite of the fact that his back and his neck have got to be screaming right now. Kenta, as much as Gino took a flying visit and then took off, would Hmm. say that his face belongs on the mountain. Kicks to the chest of Junior. Looks like he's growing his hair out, Kenta, right? Yeah. A little bit longer than I'm normally used to seeing him. Yeah, definitely grew it out since WWE days. Yes, Kenta was GHC heavyweight champion, but that rain... Got him was kind of like a Beatles bob going on. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh, got the leg. Oh, oh. In the ropes, though. Yep. Damage to the leg of it's damage, doing damage. Yeah. Asking, but not counting. Red shoes. And Zach will have to let go. Begging for the red shoes, red belt, red armbands, red mask. <laughs> and now, right on the floor, oh. right. 
Oh, they they do got pads at ringside at least. Just got a carpet leading up to them. Oh, yeah, that's ow. It's got like Kenneth's leg and the guardrail cranking on the ankle. <laughs> yeah, that looks sick. And that's the thing with Zack Saber Jr. Like uh, you know, again, like these British wrestlers, you know, like Pete Dunn and stuff. Uh, yeah. the joint, the joint manipulation and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, that's like this dude's forte, like all the way, like you know. Yeah. One sec. Be right back. Yeah. Driving all of his weight down on top of that leg. Zack Sabre Jr. has been more than just great in the spring. A two-time winner of the New Japan Cup. He's money in this tournament as well, averaging 10.4 points in his five G1 Climax tournaments. But not entirely dissimilar to Kenta and Zack Sabre Jr. To go back to what I was saying before, Kenta was perhaps viewed as being a junior heavyweight, treated as junior heavyweight for too long in professional wrestling. Not. Made his exit to WWE, didn't make the mark he wanted to international. And then having to adapt his style and come up and be much more cerebral here in New Japan Pro Wrestling. But Zach as well, really wanting that statement. Unbelievable in the New Japan Cup, unbelievable in the G1, but to really be recognized, not just in Japan, but truly worldwide as the very best technical wrestler on the planet. And again, timing being unfortunate to Zack Sabre Jr. when it came to Forbidden Door in Chicago, was set to wrestle Brian Danielson. I'm really prove his point once and for all instead got surprised by claudia castagnoli and now no surprise what zach is looking to do and the submission master who has won 15 g1 climax tournament matches via submission the most in this year's tournament and second on that list the distant second at five is kenta and the bow and arrow oh. classic nice has Chico Ricardo employing Vinsagiri in Oki really favored that bow and arrow submission. Yeah. And all those submission wrestling, that foundation coming from Paul Gott. She learned it from Oh, got the foot on the rope. Back in the day. So, I mean, everything that's a foundation in the Noge Kanem style, even to this day comes from the uk comes from britain comes from zach saber jr's lineage disrespectful kicks to the face there's no doubt that Brian Danielson probably watching this match as he's recuperating at home. William Regal as well. William Regal was very effusive in his praise of Zack Sabre Jr. Saying, oh, you always realized that Sabre had all the tools. Just didn't quite have the mental game plan, the killer instinct in mind. These guys still trying to one-up each other. Yeah. Uh, Sabre Jr. was just transitioning to all kinds of different fucking crazy-ass freaking stretches and stuff there for a little bit. Nice. Well, now Kenta and yeah. Zach, saying, go ahead. Take your best shot. 
My back is wide open. My kicks are so oh, this dude is just like fucking sitting there front. Oh. Taking turns, kicking each other to the back. <laughs> now again, I understand trying to trying to show your toughness and stuff, right? But you're yeah. just giving you're giving yeah. dudes three hits, like three hits. From Zach, came right back to his feet. Oh, 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 nice. oh. Nice. Yeah, that thing where he freaking puts the dude's head between his feet and spins. Did it twice in a row. With Kenta. But the submission master is in a class of himself. Mm. Yeah. Fingers like Butch. No fucking young boy. trying to use those feet to keep Zach at bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to the fingers. Yeah. Yeah. He was doing that earlier and then freaking stomped on freaking uh kept his freaking arm and shit, then screamed out, I ain't no fucking young boy. Now he's doing What the hell was that? That was cool. Mm. Strong legs mm-hmm. and Zack Sabre Jr. being used to snap the arm of Penta. What gets caught there? Power slam. Just barely enough. Power slam. to use the momentum of Zack Sabre Jr. to take him over. And now oh. the Penta going to take a pad off. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, turnbuckle pad. No, it was that exposed turnbuckle that made the difference in Osaka. Yeah, the more and more I see these turnbuckle pads, the more I like them. And now, look, he took it off. It's one piece, and now all the turnbuckles are exposed, you know? And he just whipped uh, Zack Sabre Jr. into there. With the elbow, Kenta retreats to the blue corner. The neutral pad to their right is exposed, but Kenta now... We'll look to swing over the top. Oh, first. And as Zach is slow getting to his feet, Kenta will soar and drive him down. Valerian for the top rope. Red shoes there for the cover, too. And again, this is their first G1 Climax 32 match Kenta versus Zach Sabre Jr. Oh. Yeah, come on. For an STF. STF locked in on Sabre Jr. This gives Kenta a little bit of time to recover, get the breath back. Exactly. Feel the pain of submission. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Nasir, Chirono yeah. rode that hole to victory in the G1 climax, but Penta using it like an active rest here. And now, as he overhooks the arms of Saber. See, it's just like you see him, and it's like the wrestling is just different. It's just different. Like, yeah, it's yeah. different type of wrestling. Just that super tactical. That's why I was like, I mean, it was nice to see him and um and Claudio go at it. But uh I would have loved to have seen him and Daniel Bryan fucking go. Oh my god, that match would have been freaking that match would have been amazing. Yep. Somebody would have freaking got some form ligaments in that match. You Rocky boy, No, you Rocky boy. Refusing to give any credit. You're a little on the stiff side. Yeah. Oh, Kenta extends the leg, back to the arm. Zach yeah. yeah. stiffening up. Tomahawk uh, kick into that left to the arm. arm. Mm. Oh, oh. 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 There's the back fist though. There's a oh. drop kick right to that Damn. arm. To the arm, not even to the body, to the arm. Yeah, he was focusing a lot of his moves on his arms. Go back and look at that sequence. Saber Jr. was hitting both arms a lot. Yep, but the left one more. Yep, that's the ring psychology right there. Oh yeah. Pulling down a specific body part for a freaking submission. Bret Hart should be proud. <laughs> Almost like a kick fight between brothers. <laughs> They've exhausted themselves, but there is still a decision. The fight continues. Sheer mm. personal pride. See, these are one of those G1 matches where it's like they're not phoning it in, you know, like they're fucking they're laying it in there. You know? Oh yeah. So, so this is just something that beats them up for you know for future matches. Yeah. Oh, damn. Kenta willing to absorb that uppercut form. To trap oh, him. No, no, no. Oh, but he oh. caught. Oh. Caught. Green killer. Oh. First Vintage Randy, Randy Orton. Green <laughs> killer. <laughs> the DDT off the middle rope with the feet yeah. hanging. Yep, nice. Zack Sabre Jr., even as he's gotten bigger, he's built for flexibility. And that means that he does have a weakness in that neck. Oh man, mm. real. That was nice. He was like, oh. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> forgot I took that buckle off. <laughs> that pedal. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a Kenta original. Don't forget it. 
And now with Zach down, Kent up, double stop. Right through the guts. Hooks the far leg, red shoes two. Zach kicks out. The only thing yeah, this is definitely a to toss up match who I think win. Yeah, yeah. Win via the go to sleep. Yeah. I want to give it to Zack Sabre Jr. I'll give it to Zack. That, that'll be my pick, but we'll see. I guess. I'm not picking anybody. <laughs> After the freaking two times I freaking jinxed matches before. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. How the fuck did jo Jonah lose? Crazy. That, that was wild. Hard, hard palm strikes. To the neck, the head, the face, and now GTS. go to no. Oh no, he caught it. Palm strikes across the jaw. Another effort. Go to sleep on the way. No, wait a second. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Got him wrapped up with the legs. It might be Kenzie yep. going to sleep. Vision faded. But Zach's not content, as we know, Chris. See some shit like that. Like, he got him straight up. Like, you should just seconds. be done. Yeah. You're in a hole for more than six seconds. The guy doesn't tap or pass out, transition to something else. Set your watch by Zach Sabre Jr. And we'll see how long he stays here in the Cobra Twist. Four, five, and at six, he looks yep. to the ropes and scissors. And there we go. Now, full Nelson. <laughs> well, that was a nice breakdown. Bring that what leg he does. Up so I can twist it yeah. down. Nice. And trying those shots to the neck. Yeah, he does. Yep. The pins and needles down. That's why I never took notice to it. Now he goes hmm. into an ankle lock. And just as Kenta gets near the rope, Jack pulls him away. Kenta taking that above Sabre put the brakes on. Wait a minute. Kenta thinks he's got him, though. Oh, oh. He's out. He's out. He's out. He's wow. Out. <laughs> Zach. Wow, Zach. Somehow Zach Saber Jr. Yeah, is not did. completely unconscious after Kenta completely. He might have been there for a second or two. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and a beside case oh, to follow up. Is that, that it? Is it. No, it's not it. Wow. Him. My goodness, I was ready for Red Shoes to call for the bell after that knee. Wow. Immaterial Kenta sizing up. Zack Sabre Jr. for a second. Oh, again. Another, another one. One, two. Oh, oh, one. oh Kenta oh, picked him up. Uh, he wants to deliver that point. Oh, Oof. He does with a point. <laughs> well, now, okay. One. No, he's going to pull two, that up again. And... Yep. Uh, well, he's getting cocky. Yeah. He's getting too cocky. He's got a point to prove, but a tournament to win. Oof. It's a lot. The Sabre don't got a freaking concussion after some of those knees that we just seen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, he it. oh shit. 
Oh. Oh. Uh, uh. oh. No matter what. Back nice. to the legs now. Marquenta trying to stat. Oh, my. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He traps that arm out. Oh, damn. He's got the arm and the leg attacked right away. Damn. That was a good wow, match. That nice. was a good match. Penta saying he didn't tap out, but he did. Zack Sabre <laughs> Jr. doesn't look like a winner, but he is. <laughs> had two points in his hand, but he doesn't have them. Yeah, picking up that head a couple of times. And that costly yep. decision to prove a point of dominance. Got too cocky. Came back and bit him. Jr. make Kenta all tournament long. Kenta's humorous yep. in trying to prove a point of humiliation to his junior. Kenta arguing that he wasn't actually tapping. Could well see him. Oh, he tapped. Oh, yeah. That was a tap. That looked like a legit tap out to me. Yeah. Post match beatdown. So the 16th submission victory in Zach's G1 Climax Tournament history may have come when he least looked like a winner. Yeah, that was nice, though, because it came out of nowhere, like, you know? Yeah, it did. Dug that. The very, very tough and extremely dangerous. Especially after those freaking knees he was eating. Saber starting G1 Climax 32, just like... To try and intimidate the freaking ring bell. <laughs> the ring bell, dude. <laughs> oh, there's going to be some throwing right. in the back. Two Those points for Zach. Uh, two, pounds out, two points out of nowhere. <laughs> Strong boy. With that haircut Saber Jr.'s got, he kind of reminds me of uh, Tom Cruise in Top Gun. My God, that's tough. Also, look, he's got Aaron Hanare next. And so these are guys both both winners so yeah. far. So somebody's going to take their first loss. We'll try some reverse psychology here. Saber Jr.'s going to lose that match. <laughs> and this is the main event of the night. So we got uh, Shingo Tagagi against Juice Robinson. Rock hard, Juice Robinson. <laughs> now be the time for Osprey if we can run out and steal the belt. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> what a day he came out with it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a gorgeous looking belt, though. Yeah. 
Better than anything WWE's got right now. So mm-hmm. Chicago Windy City Riot, Juice Robinson, had said yeah. without saying it that he was ready to walk away from wrestling. And that was a lie. And I messaged him and said, Well, he got one over on me. He said, I got one over on everybody. Just you wait. Then, the night of the Festo Super Junior Finals, Duke Robinson came down with a case of appendicitis. That was the story. Went to the hospital. Flew back to the States. But you know what? If a man would lie about the end of his career, would he lie about appendicitis to get out of a title match? <laughs> He's not the champ, but he holds the belt. I am the IWGP United States of America champion. This will be his first singles match in 468 days in Japan. Damn. Wow. We should point out for this year. joining us free here on NJPW World, watching Juice Robinson for the first time, for the first time in a long time. Yeah, because before that, he was mainly tag team guy, you know? As a result of his claim of having oh, yeah, Finn Juice. Yeah. And then not, being appear- not appearing at Dominion. He was officially stripped as the champion. So the matchup between Will Ospreay and Sonata was a beltless encounter to crown a new champ. With Shingo Takagi, an almost yearly familiar situation. As he walks in to a match with a man who has a belt. Yeah, this should be good. This Without be a championship good. attached. Yeah, he's good. I remember him from that weird freaking match for the each freaking count counted as a point and stuff. Yep, the, the scramble match. Yep. Last year when he walked into and uh, he was the one that teamed up with Sting and Darby Allen at Forbidden Door. Actually, it wasn't Darby Allen. Who was it? Who was it? It was Sting, him, and who was the third man in that? I forgot. Yeah, I forget. But uh, he was the one that actually got the pin, like in that match. So pretty cool. Yeah, I think it was another New Japan guy that was winning that match with him. So we'll see whether Shingo Takagi can restore some order here and start off the biggest last summer of his 30s in the grandest fashion possible. And when Juice Robinson said to me, just you wait. That just you eight was joining Bullet Club, which was a shock and a surprise to all of us. In the birthplace of Bullet Club, I think this guy is a little bit older too. Let's look him up. (laughs) Probably another one that's probably getting long in the tooth at this point. Probably. The heck was his name again? Uh, Shingo Tagagi. Shingo Takagi, yep. Oh, 39 years old. Yeah. So, so getting there. He's one year older than me. 
Comments from Shingo Takagi saying that you're wondering about. He's another one that's built at 220 pounds. Now he is part of the club where you're seeing exactly what style rock hard Juice Robinson is. All right, so let's see how Juice looks after that surgery. Great shape. Yeah. Looks good. Always has been. You know what I'm saying? Always, you know, is in good shape. He was CJ Parker back in NXT, like early NXT. They didn't do dick with him. Yeah, like a like a peace gimmick, like a like a tree hugger, like type. Like a hippie, a hippie. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. He looks like he freaking be a hippie. He's got kind of like a Namish person's beard, though. <laughs> and he left NXT, he came to Japan, and, you know, has had pretty good success over here. You know? That whole thing with Juice Robinson, now his back is forced against the wall somewhat. When I spoke to him after he won the IWGP United States Championship, so that was the whole game plan from here on out. Screw the fans, it doesn't matter what they want. Defend the title, pull up to the pay window, make enough money, make enough cash, make enough FU money, and then get the hell out of here. That was his whole plan. <laughs> and then what? Go home to who is it? Tony Storm? Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker was like, I'm gonna, I'm done. Like, I'm retiring. Like, contract up. Like, I'm good. I'm just gonna stay home. Be a stay-at-home husband. <laughs> to Tony motherfucking Storm. <laughs> you know, like, it's so great. Swerved everybody. So now Juice has to come through and win this G1. So he can get back up in the pay bracket he feels he wants to be. And here's the cover after vertical suplex. Juice kicks out just as the count of one. Juice, of course, returning to the G1. And their first meeting, of course, back in Shingo's first G1 Climax tournament. And it was a win for Juice. Perhaps it was that... G1 so I guess they've wrestled G1 in this tournament before. Pretty cool. See, I like that. You know, you get the little history from the announcers, you know? Harder than anyone, but he came through with a 4-5 record as he had in 17, 19, 24, 5. Oh, Juice don't got an Amish beard. I was wrong. He has a mustache. Amish don't have mustaches. Dealing with a broken hand. Oh my god, he might be dealing with a lot worse than that in yeah, just a few seconds. No doubt about it. And there could be a Death Valley driver ride all the way to the floor, but Juice no. put the brakes on. And Juice perhaps thinking the same thing. Shingo's jaw striking the apron at the edge of the ring. The hardest part of the ring. <laughs> Into the guardrail, snake eyes. Watch out, ring post! Oh my god! Shoulder first into the ring post, now into the barricade. Barry Barricade's been taking a beating tonight. Yeah. Oh, giblets first. Oh my god! Damn. That's an. <laughs> <laughs> Juice Robinson. 
count that bitch out. <laughs> so funny. First thing Red Shoes does is check to see if there's I love so much that you can hear this shit it. talking. I love it. And begin the count. First to drive into the ring post, then into the barricade. And then on top of the railing. Yo, Juice Robinson had dreads. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't be talking shit. I kind of want to get dreads too. <laughs> Damn, he's young. He's 33. Yeah, yeah. He was in WWE early in his career. Because that was like, when he was in NXT, that was like 2012, 2013. Oh, I didn't watch NXT then. 2014, like very early NXT, like, you know. Probably like, no, probably like around, like I said, like 2013, 2014, like around there. And I didn't NXT start watching. Yeah, I didn't start watching NXT still until like towards the end of the black and gold era. Yeah, he left in like about 2015, I think, is when he left. Mm. So he left before I started watching. Yeah. Just before I started watching. So I think he did the right thing. I mean, you never know. Who knows? You know, maybe you know they would have done something with him. But the way they were using him, he was basically like a jobber. He wasn't, you know, they were right. doing shit with him. if they would have done anything, freaking, just the way he looks, knowing WWE, he would have been mid card. Yeah, if they would have put him in freaking the heavyweight title. We're firing back in calm. I mean, he does look impressive, like physique-wise. Yeah. You know, yeah, looks good. And he's good in the ring, skilled in the yeah. ring. Like you know, what I'm saying, he's got all, all his fundamentals down. Like to me, like now he's showing like like more, way more personality. Like you know, now since joining Bullet Club, like you know, yeah. you saw you saw some of it before with the um, you know with Finn Juice and all that, but like I like I like it now. Like I like the attitude and the edge and stuff like that. Yeah, the kind of like heelish character. Yeah. And again, like you know, still young, so he's got you know another fucking 10, 15 years ahead of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, Past nine years. Shit, the way some of these people freaking keep their bodies in their real money, you'd be another 20 years. Yeah. I mean, we still got freaking Sting freaking jumping off tunnels and stuff and freaking apparently we got Ric Flair this weekend again. <laughs> uh, right, yep. His last match, yep. Nah, his last match for me is still against Shawn Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's his real last match. <laughs> for all his attitude, for all his ego, a smart wrestler knew that Yukon Lariat was coming. Yeah, Impact had posted a video because it was like, here was Ric Flair's last match before his upcoming last match. Like, it was <laughs> And it was against Sting. Uh, TNA. Yep. Yeah, anytime I hear freaking Ric Flair and TNA, all I think about is him and freaking Jay Lethal going at it. Yeah, that promo. That promo. Oh my god. god. Greatness. 
I freaking sweat from laughing every time I watch it. <laughs> you know that crazy so ass laugh. Yeah. It was so good with the accent and like just the mannerisms. Even when he was freaking doing Black Machismo and freaking yeah. doing the Randy Savage shit. He was fucking amazing at it. Yep. <laughs> Juice Robinson, Shingo Takagi here in our main event tonight. A D-block battle. Shingo looking for his 18. D-block. Career singles win here in Hokkaido. Come on, Shingo. Shingo gonna win. Oh, it's gotta be Juice. Come on, Juice got it. Yeah, Shingo's gonna win. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Good match for Juice, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. uh, Shingo's a former champion. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, again, it, it puts a little bit of shine on, uh, I guess, Juice. If you, you know you're showing you're hanging with this guy and hanging well, you know? Yeah. His first match back in a while from freaking an injury. Yeah. Good to have him in there with a veteran. Left Shingo. No, DDT, sir. Set him up perfectly. Yeah, fake the freaking Larry went for the DDT. Shingo hmm. Takagi was a controversial countout victim by Bullet Club's Yudro Takahashi last year that closed the door on a potential berth in the finals. Shingo coming in along with Will Ospreay. Right, now Shingo saying enough in the tank. Okay, Brain Buster. Okay, Brain Buster. Oh. oh. And then had the backup plan as you shifted his way too. And Robinson pushes out. Smoking of pro wrestling for nothing. <laughs> Ten minutes left. Having fun conducting the crowd like an orchestra here. Full control. Shingo drilling him with the elbows, now looking sliding lariat. And a very switchblade Jay White-like move. As Juice covers up and rolls away. For as much as Jay White and Juice Robinson spent different paws for a long, long period of time, they came up through the Nogue Dojo system together. Oh, watch Juice. Man, he's liking quick. And a shotgun drop kick. Nice. And this is where Shingo's experiencing, feeling things from Juice. That pad definitely came in handy. His neck would have freaking snapped back like crazy if it wasn't the way it is. drills him in the corner. And now to a kick up by Shingo. Juice pulled Shingo's loose arm away from the ropes. It was Will Ospreay's foot 
breaking the plane of the bottom rope in Ruston, D.C. that cost him the IWGP U.S. Championship. Come on, Shingo. Come on, Shingo. (laughs) (laughs) I think that only works if I do it. (laughs) (laughs) Almost sending Shingo tumbling over the top. And Shingo now trying to root himself in that corner. Trying to find that footing when you got that fucking big ass fucking pad there. Yeah. So first to get his footing stabilized, and that gave him the first strike with the head, but now they're trading headbutts. And boy, this is a zero sum game in the corner, but now Juice will look to elevate Shingo. from the middle. Oh, is he holding on? Oh, holding on some. Could be the rock slide. Close the back of the head. Here comes Shingle forward. Swing this. Drives him down. Nice. I thought we were about to get a Eddie tribute to Japan. Shingo pushes those legs out. Nice little full Nelson bomb. What well, was playful applause? Clapping along with Shingo earlier is now a more earnest plea for him to rise. <laughs> Juice fixing to knocking him back down. Twist him up with pop friction. Shingo escapes. Ripping elbows. Leg Larry this time. Oh, Shingo catches oh. him. Pick him up, drive. No, no, no. Boy, just like Jay White yesterday to the eye of uh-huh. fellow allies. Yeah, and the ref didn't Takagi. see that, I don't think. Oh, nice. Gut buster. A historical setup for Pulp Friction, but this time Shingo catches him for no Shigami. Oh, nice. So Jay White and Juice Robinson exchanging notes as Jay used the eye of Sonata to set up Blade Runner yesterday. Juice tried the same thing with Shingo here, but Shingo had an answer. Yeah, the catalyst of professional wrestling when when Juice jumped to Bullet Club, I asked how those relations thawed with Jay White and all I got was a, a brusque, none of your business. And certainly it seems like conversations I had, and they're not just about business. Willpower. Shingo saying he's still got more in the tank. What you got, Shingo? What you got? Nice. Here's a cover now. Nice running short clothesline off the ropes. Saw Red Shoe's hand on the way down for the third time. All right, so 15 down, 15 to go in the time limit. Oh, it's at 30 minute time. There's so 15 minutes past the Oh, that's how many. Oh, okay. I thought they were announcing how much time was left. Yeah. They're saying how much time passed. All right. Yeah. Juice Robinson now, a Bullet Club. 
29-42 here in Hawkeye PTL, getting right behind Shingo Takagi. Let's see. Oh, pump handle. Japan, no. What's going on? No. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, is that the belt? No. <laughs> the ref saw. Oh. Felt bad. Might be risking disqualification. Damn, they're really laxed in New Japan. The referee called his way in time. Oh. Oh, that was a lariat. <laughs> yeah, nice, short, stiff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a difference between a clothesline and a lariat. <laughs> that was a textbook lariat. Pull of the tights is so effective. Red shoes was aware, perhaps costing juice a win, but it's not over yet. And up along the ropes, now juice using his legs to swing defense. Oh, this could be dangerous. Oh, man. Spear. Damn. And now, <laughs> Takagi style. Ouch. GTR, the great Takagi revolution. It was a clean off the ropes there to make Italy it look to like. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Hold him up with that one. And yep. Juice Robinson is down and, oh, not out. Nope. <laughs> Juice looking dead almost. <laughs> mm -hmm. Look at his look at Shingle's chest too. It's red from the chops and stuff. Setting for the big one yeah. here. Oh, Last of the dragon. Juice had a. These motherfuckers just love getting into the exchanges. Right. It's like I mean, I bet it does look good a lot of times yeah. when they do that. Juice is on Green Street, punch drunk. Justin up. Oh, there's that one. What's it called? Getting knocked out, Saka, yesterday. Here we go. Pump friction. Got him. The pump friction by Juice Robinson scores. It's nice. A little extra time to the cover. And now he's there. Leg is hooked too. And all oh, that extra time. Those heavy, hard strikes rattling Juice to the point he didn't know where he was for a split second. That enough to cause the kick out. 
Here he comes. Oh, Ooh. yeah, wow. nice. Test your might. <laughs> Even from the start of this match, trash talk from oh, yeah. Shingo to Juice, and even now as they're colliding at full velocity. Takagi deep in this match, hurling the insults and a fist and a skull. And saying to Juice, you're done, and wax him with the left hand. Down goes Juice Robinson. Damn. Nice. Some hard hitting spots. Freaking. Yeah. Yep. So it seems like they, you know, New Japan, they just build and build and build, and then you get yeah. towards the end of the match, you know, like it's good, it's classic. But it might be the full three after Last of the Dragon. Here we go, Last of the Dragon. No, wait a minute, Juice. Hold on a second now. Using the referee almost as a shield. He was just grabbing of whatever he could. That was a shot to the nuts. Last minute effort. Oh, no. Wriggle off, and it was enough again. Oh, the left hand. Second. They have battered each other with punches, and now look at oh. this. I couldn't, couldn't get him up. for that. Rock slide instead. Mm -hmm. Smart going for pop friction. And the oh. second time. <laughs> he knew Juice did. He didn't have enough to hoist Jumping him. Two. And he yeah, got, him. got him. Juice Robinson finds a way to win. Okay. That's the way I thought that one would end up. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to jinx it. Yeah. They went at it, though. So that was yeah. good. Yeah. That was another good nice, one. Nice little return match for him. Especially after having an appendicitis a couple of months ago. Recovered pretty well, you know? Oh, man. So that was night two. So that's good shit. Couple of upsets. Yeah, that was the last match of uh, this night. So a couple of fucking upsets. Okay, let's... Let's see what he says. Gonna talk some shit, huh? All right. <laughs> the dragon is dead. <sighs> Goodbye, Shingo Takagi. Finley, Shobai, Yoshihashi, Shobai, Yujiro Takahashi, Shobai, El Fantasmo. Okay. Will Ospreay. Juice Robinson is the IWGP United States Champion! <laughs> One down, five to go. Nobody's touching me. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's funny. That's great. Who gets the victory in our main event? The first two points. Oh, got my belt. And he's got his former tag team partner up next on the July 26th, David Finley. Oh, nice. Nice. In the D block. That's going to be good. Yeah. Alright, Juice gets his two points. And I think that was the end of the show. Usually they should just show the announcers. Oh, Alright. Post show press conference. <laughs> As they do. Let's see. They heard people out of there quick. Yeah. This thing right here. This thing, it belongs to moi. I know you guys are Japanese, and that was a little French, but it belongs to me. You hear me? Not Shingo Takagi. Not David Finley. Damn sure not Yujiro Takahashi or Yoshihashi. Not even ELP. And damn sure, as long as I'm alive and there's a heart in this chest, it will never, ever belong to that POS, Will Ospreay. He can say what he wants. But last time he was in the ring with me, his little British shoulders were pinned to the canvas. Itchy knee, son. I know you assholes know what that means. One, two, three. I am the International Wrestling Grand Prix United States Champion. Not nobody else. Nobody. Deal with it, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So funny. And that looks that like good. that's it. All right, yeah, man. Yeah, so that's a good night too. Yeah, so that was pretty cool, man. Some good yeah. matches, some upsets right there. Like, yeah, I didn't feel, I'd say I didn't, two upsets. I'd say two upsets. Two upsets. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, like, I, like looking initially at the the tournament matches, it didn't look as stacked as night one, but um, but all those matches were pretty on point for the tournament yeah. and stuff like that. So, uh, all right, that's that was pretty good. Looking forward to night three. So we'll hook up for that cover that one and we'll throw it out there so uh before we wrap this one up just let the people listening out there know where they can find you on social media bro. uh you can find me on facebook west Hoy. uh you can find me in realm of collectors if you want to join that if you're into that kind of stuff you know collecting toys and shit other than that that's it Hi, right, you can find me everywhere at Hurricane bx uh facebook twitter instagram into the realm breaking the mold and of course, here every single week on Berkeley Challenge. Thank you to everybody listening. Appreciate you all. And we'll be back soon with a new episode. So until then, take care, stay safe, and peace out. Peace.